This is the Christian Simone Show, and I'm your host, Christian Simone. I will share with you my mocha thoughts about the corporate jungle and life while living as black. You can find me on thechristiansimone.com and at the Christian Simone on Facebook and the gram. Now let's get this show popping. Hello, this is Christian, creator of the Christian Simone Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk about something that I think can probably resonate with quite a bit of people out there. And I want to entitle this, I was, I was sold myself for the American dream for 70K. Everyone, especially in the middle, upper class, black community, were sold on this ideology that you just have to hunker down, go to college, and once you go to college, everything that is magical, wonderful will come before you and doors will open and it's just going to be like this wonderful life. Like it's the Christmas series at the end of the year. It's a wonderful life. And so me not coming from a middle upper class background, I still was sold this particular disillusionment that if I go to college and I can be somebody and, you know, be going to college and being someone was what I focused on, especially coming from such a impoverished background and wanting to flee. Like I really wanted to pull like a Diana Ross and forget where I came from, so to speak, because it was so terrible. So going through college was not the most um, fluid situation Uh, It was extremely hard because I am what is considered a first generation, like quite few African-Americans out there and really just people of color, potentially. Um, And that definitely caused some hurdles, caused some rifts. I didn't have like many of my other um, college friends who could go to their parents and say, hey, I have a textbook I need and I don't have money. Or how did you go about doing X, Y, Z when you were in this situation, mom, um, being a person that my mother, I think, may have had high school, my biological father, uh, he is a immigrant from Nigeria. So therefore, the education level, I can't even attest to. Uh, so education was extremely lacking coming from where I came from. So I didn't have anyone to go back to and turn to in that situation of college. So the first degree was utter trash. I thought I was going to pursue this uh, life of going to law school after undergrad. And I was going to be this big shot attorney. And I was just going to be everything. I was going to be life. I was going to be able to truly twirl on my haters and be able to progress. However, I came out of college in 2009, which was the worst of the economy boom. Um, And when I was researching, I saw that Harvard law grads coming out with 80 grand of debt were not able to find proper jobs that would be befitting for them to, you know, hold that debt, that, that weight of debt. And so me looking at my GPA, having a lack of confidence in self and having really just hurt myself going through college. I went and pursued a second BA and came out another year later with two BAs. So now looking at my degrees on the wall, they mean nothing. 
to me because they, well, they mean a lot, especially to uh, the Department of Education, because that is $70,000 of debt that now, you know, I was sold on of becoming this dream. Now, for some people, they say, well, you know, you could have worked, you could have did this, that, the other. But if you're someone who doesn't come from uh, means, it's a little bit difficult Um, I probably would have never been able to go to college if it had just been on my own accord financially um, because with the degree, it's a catch-22. For you to get a job that's quasi-decent, you know, nice little office job, you have to have a degree. And for you to make something that is livable and decent to where you can pay for school and, you know, this thing called rent, thing called, you know, groceries every so time you have to have, those things kind of, they, they take precedent. So looking at myself now, 70 grand in a hole, I want to say that college taught me three things um, that I want to share with you guys today. So the first one is that for college, when I came into college, I came out of a household that was probably a if, if I could put it in Webster's Dictionary, it'll probably be found next to hell um, for a lot of reasons that one day I'll go into, but it was hell. That's what I, the life that I came from. So going into college, I was very scrappy. I had no choice but to be a scrappy person because if not, growing up in the hood and growing up in the household that I grew up in, I would have really not made it. So I had to be scrappy. So going to college and learning all these ideologies and for my first degree was in political science, learning all these political thought processes and procedures, I believe over time college took my edge. It took my ability to really think and drive the whole, especially in my first degree. Um, So I feel like college taught me how to be dependent, so to speak, because one is seeking validation and praise from professors and other um, higher-ups to say that, you know, your mind is, you know, valuable. And so in college, I believe that um, it can sometimes hinder your process of thinking uh, because you get so narrowly focused. You get so focused on having this certain GPA in order for you to get into this school, that school, for you to be seen a certain in a certain light. And so college is, I believe college can be a really great fundamental thing, but I think for the most, it really just inhibits people to become even more basic than they already may have been. And for those that may have been a little bit scrappy like myself, I believe it took some of my edge off and, um, really kind of caused me harm. The next thing after college, it phased into trying to find the pursuit of the $50,000 a year job. That was just like a, that number for some reason was such a big number in my head. And I thought once I made 50 grand, I was on easy street. And eventually I was able to um, find the job that came with that, that particular tag. And the, you know, once you get into the mixture of that, it really, truly is not a whole bunch. 
Uh, Uncle Sam gets his piece and things start getting windling down, down, down. And so now, you know, that 50000 that you thought you were going to be sitting up there doing bottom, bottomless mimosas and shopping every weekend starts to look really like a faint lie. And it's not really true. Before I was able to reach to this $50,000 amount, and that's really grand scream is really not that much. Um, I, you know, had to take those lower end paying jobs in order to survive. So I know my first job out of college was $16 an hour. And I was working as a case manager for welfare women recipients. Now that job taught me so much. Um, it told me how to be creative. It taught me how to, it, I believe it helped me to regain my scrappiness because when you're dealing with your, I don't want to say, I would say your stereotypical, my hood chick who is 22 with four, five, six babies uh, at the time and you are bright eyed, bushy tailed and with no children you are perceived as a bitch and someone who is unrelatable. So in that position, it taught me how to connect with a very diverse audience really, really fast um, because it can go one of two ways. Either you're the bitch or you're beloved. And most times it was that you're that bitch because you're stopping something that you're stopping me from grafting through life and making, you're expecting me to do something more than just make babies. How dare you? Um, and so with that, I feel that that job taught me a lot of growth. So it went from getting, getting my edge cut off from college, especially in the first degree. And then the second degree helped a bit as well. Um, of trying to regain that. But that first job out of college really helped me to reposition myself as someone who is strong, resilient, and driven. Um, then after that, I had a few a small few jobs in between and I had a job loss. Job, being unemployed, I think was probably now, not at that time, but looking back at it now was probably one of the greatest things in my life. It was most refreshing to me. Um, at that time, I was a makeup artist um, on the side, had been through that, doing that through college. I've always had an entrepreneurial uh, mind scope all the way back from my childhood, actually, if I think about it. There's always been some sort of desire to sell or to make a product or do something or, you know, I've been a housekeeper um, as a teenager, cleaning up after people's, you know, teenagers and such. So it's, you know, very humbling. Um, yet I've always had an entrepreneurial mindset, but being unemployed, it just taught me hustle. It taught me grit, um, you know, having to make rent <laughs> and it really helped me to hone in on my abilities. I think the focal point or the survival mode of, you know, if you don't hustle, you don't eat really helped to make me better and to make me stronger. And, um, you know, those 70 K loans are still there and they're looming, but in, in that point, you're not even focused on that debt. You're focused on your next meal, you know, it's how am I going to get to the next meal? You know, what am I going to do? Am I going to have a roof over my head? Like you're focused. And I believe that helped so much. 
Um, the last thing I say that how this American dream of 70K that was sold to me um, and what I've learned from it is how to be able to branch out and do your own thing. So being someone that has always had an entrepreneurial mindset has, you know, I've done uh, many of things. I've talked myself into jobs. I have been in places and created jobs for myself. Um, and that is a really great thing to be able to do. It has allowed me to be at a time in my life where I can start to look at what is it that I really want out of life? Do I want to be a full-time entrepreneur? Do I want to be a part-time entrepreneur? Um, do I want to be someone that creates a product? Do I just want to provide a service? It allows me to really, truly hone in on what it is I desire. So right now in this time of my life, I am focusing on being able to break free from the mantra of corporate America. I know in my mind what exactly the corporate role looks like for me. It requires a lot of flexibility. It does require a wonderful, delightful salary and allows me to have autonomy. But in the same breath, I also know that being having my own consulting firm, Christian Consulting, is something that wakes me up early in the morning and has me up late at night wanting to figure out how can I make this better? How can I stand out in order to be the entrepreneur that has been in me since birth? I remember a really unfortunate situation in my undergrad year, and I remember the cab ride home. And I remember the cabbie telling me, and I had never been in a cab before, but I remember the cab driver telling me, you have the entrepreneurial mind and the enterprising mind of an African child. And that gave me chills and actually gives me chills now. Um, that, that mind, he had never really, had never laid eyes on me before. I'd never met this man, but he could just tell that I had an enterprising mind. And so with that enterprising mind, I have started to pivot and started to do things to make myself, um, to give myself ability to get out, so to speak, like really, truly get out. I didn't go see that movie, Get Out, but from the reviews and things I've seen, you know, that is a spirit of mine that I have is that it's time to get out of the dogma of wanting to be perceived a certain way for corporate America, but to be who you truly are. Um, the things of college, I believe, taught me that, you know, a lot, a lot of it is having to be regained because I believe college, as great as it can be, there's some professions that you have to go to college. Like, I'm not trying to talk to nobody who learned how to be a medical surgeon from YouTube. Like, you can't touch me, period, <laughs> at all. But there's other things like coding and computer technology that can be learned on your own, you know, if you have that particular natural instinct. Um, but college, I believe, a lot of times takes away our abilities to think and to think creatively and to be able to do things kind of on the fly. Um, I believe in having standard processes, but at times one has to be able to pivot and they can't go rely on a book or rely on someone else's philosophy and theories. You have to go and create your own theories and your own philosophies in life in order to really like to be what it is that you want to be to really create a transform transformational lifestyle. You have to be able to think on your own. Um, so the American dream 70 K 
I would love to wake up one morning and it just disappears. I know that one day it will be. I will be in a position to just drop the money and it'll go away. But I wanted to share how that for a lot of millennials out here, I know that everyone wants to have, you know, hashtag goals, hashtag, you know, I have my business or I'm making this, I'm jet setting, I got my passports and I'm this, that, and the other. That's cute and all. But what are you doing to create a lasting impression on society? What are you doing to leave your mark? Are you just here to, you know, to have a whole bunch of debt and to have bottomless mimosas every weekend? Or are you trying to do something that is going to be mind shattering and really, truly invigorate the world? I know for me and my business as Christian Consulting and my blog, The Christian Simone, I want it to leave marks. I want it to leave rippling effects on the world and the world's mind because I believe our mindsets have become so warped with just frivolousness and tomfoolery in this world. Well, those are my thoughts on how you are able to pivot and being sold on the American dream of college. Stay tuned for the next episode. Make sure that you're following me on the Christian O Consulting at Instagram and Facebook and also the ChristianSimone.com and on Facebook at Christian Simone and Instagram. Until next time, peace.